smells weird. I have cheese out. Gabby cut the cheese Not earlier. Really. If that's what you're talking about. He didn't hear your joke. He didn't hear your joke. I know, but you heard it, and that's enough for me. He said I cut the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> City Woman, Stella reporting. City Woman, Gabby here. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Hope everyone had a great holiday this week if you partook. And if you didn't, uh, a whore pourer would have done just as great um, to Selly. Would have done the trick. Would have done the trick any good old day, baby. What are you doing? What have you been up to? We haven't really talked because you had a busy weekend. Oh, my mother was here. City Woman Brigitte was reporting yeah, for duty. Lady B. <laughs> yeah lady b was in the house and we just had a grand old time we were pretty much eating walking and drinking the whole time so i was in euphoria really yeah and uh my top three favorite activities yeah hollering back to my mantra where if i go out and do exercise i can spend money if you get in a little walk between drinks it justifies the next four even more totally and honestly our favorite thing is getting dressed up to go and eat a meal together. It's so simple, but it's still just no, it's so simple. after, um, you, yeah, after, you dress up to turn heads in the restaurant while you enjoy a good ass meal. Yeah. Uh, and we I like mean, to pick a neighborhood and then mm-hmm. just like walk around and see what we found, see what we find. Yeah. And we found the cutest Italian spot in, um, in Greenpoint. The guy is speaking Italian when he's seating us. Como se dice? Putting our water in the the cooler, baby. Like I was, I was feeling it. Yeah. You painted a picture for us and I'm there with you and Lady B up in Greenpoint. Um, Oh, I was just going to mention famously that simple pleasure, I think resonates with us both because we are famously fire signs and Ain't nothing like being the center of attention. Spotlight on all eyes I'll on say. me in the center of the ring, just like a circus, baby. Yeah, and we had this, like, oh, we, we walked in. It was looking fairly busy, and yeah. we got a spot by the window. Ooh, so booth. what I'm telling you, girl, those fits no, paid off. Those I'll fits say. paid off. A good podcast playing in the background. I wish, but oh my God. And the playlist was so good. Like it was a mix of sort of older jams, some like vibey Georgia Smith playing. There was uh, That's a green point, a, a baby. Maggie Rogers song that popped on the playlist. Yeah, I was famously your booth. I, I mean, just my, my feet were swept. Feet were swept ladies. Well, um... well how about you? What's new with you? I'm uh, if I'm being honest, I don't really have much to time is still fake to me. I don't know what's happening, but I do just want to let everyone know that roughly 10 minutes before Gabby asked to record this, I downed like 32 ounces of cold brew. So I am 
teetering oh, wow. on the, oh, <laughs> yeah, wow. like, and I didn't know his cold brew concentrate. Apparently you're supposed to water mm. it down, but I just kept sipping. Um, so I'm teetering in this delicate precipice of, I feel like I'm Caffeine shaking out of my liquor. skin and uh, I might shit myself in the middle of this. So we're just going to have to play it by ear. Um, I won't say a word. But yeah, we switched over to uh, City Women Champagne, which is a white claw. Um, because when we do drink champagne, we call it by the label, ladies. We make people know, we let the people know exactly what we drink in. Okay. Did I say uh, a raspberry label? Gabby, I'm getting the worst out of the way so I can have a, a good time with the latter half. I'm someone who wants to bite the bullet. I'm going to drink this shit first. And then let the oh. night take me where I want it to go. Yeah. So no I, way, no way. You want to drink the good stuff first, so that when you're when got your water. drunky pants slipped on, well, then you can dip into the raspberry because yeah. But see, I do peaks and valleys, baby. I I have to get I have to get tippy enough to enjoy it, and then once I go back down, okay, it's a roller coaster of a night. Let's get well, started. Well, at least like reward yourself with like a mango afterwards or something. Uh, I I am of the I am of the grapefruit camp, so. Oh, sh- that's what I meant. Nope, totally. That's what I meant. That one is Work. the best one. Thank you, thank you. All right. Well, with that, are we ready to dive into our first little segment of the pod? Fuck, marry, kill. Fuck, kill, marry. I am I going wanna- first? No, I think I was going to say, I think I kind of want you to go second if it's a deep cut again. Okay. Let's just let all hell break loose at the end of this segment, and then we'll transition gracefully into happy hour, chatty hour. All right, give me your worst. I think this is a a kind of a fun trio, and I'm excited to see how this breaks down. Okay. Fuck, Mary kill. Andy Cohen. Anderson Cooper. And RuPaul Charles. (laughs) Fuck Mary Kill. Or guess the golden thesis if you have it, because I think it's kind of obvious, but I liked my wording. Um wow. Why can I not okay. picture Andy Cohen's face? Yes, you can. Okay, while you think, I'll pull up a photo just so you know. He's like cutie though. My... He's cutie. And he's famously um... my neighbor in the West Village. He literally lives like right around the corner. And I'd see him walking his baby. Walking his baby? That doesn't sound right. Okay, obviously. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, handsome, dapper, okay. charismatic. Um, can time. I can I guess the golden thread is um the gatekeepers of news who happen to be raging homosexuals? Very close. I I said. <laughs> The gays that owned pandemic television because we had drag yes. race, real housewives, Bravo TV, bitches eating that up. And then famously Dilf Anderson Cooper. I don't know if he's a father, but he gets the title because he's a silver fox. Um, yeah. Supporting to us the updates of CNN while I would run into him at the gym. So. Um, OK, well, then I'm just going to go right into my answer here. Get it. Obviously, yes, Mary Rue. How can how can I choose anything else? I mean, we're going to put fracking aside. His television empire is um, what we're focusing on here. 
regardless i mean also let's consider the lifestyle um that's what i'm talking about icon icon status is secured for life everyone's favorite gay right now too like yeah where do you think rue vacations i don't know but i'll be there (laughs) i'll be there sat up i know it's i know it's warm i know you're gonna have a beach moment i don't really see um running off to the tundras so i think you'll be happily taken care of it's yeah, we'll, be, we'll be booed up on an on an island somewhere. I'm gonna say, kill Andy Cohen. I think he's annoying, and fuck Anderson Cooper because he's intellectual. And I think he would. I think he would be really nice to me. That is very, so charming very... and cute. Gabby thinks she's gonna <laughs> find a man that's nice to her one day. Everybody. <laughs> That is, uh, if city women are one thing, it's optimistic. Um, but I think, <laughs> I, I think that's a, a soundproof answer. Um, Don't you I think really you would do. just be a sweetie? Oh, confirmed. We have like eye banged at the equinox. I tell myself so. Probably um, a foreplay king. Yeah, and a Vanderbilt baby. He's got that old old money. Old old money. Um, well, maybe that means he would not perform well though. No, I think he I think he breaks off the lineage though cuz he yeah, I have faith. Okay. Uh I think I would do See, this motherfucking deep dive of hot ones obsession is screwing me over cuz I was so ready to kill Andy Cohen and then I saw he had a hot ones, watched it, I thoroughly enjoyed it. But, I mean, um... his his drunk New Year's Eve tirade was golden. Yeah, we can't that we can't find him for good over. content. And he gives us um, Real Housewives, The Face of Bravo, Vanderpump Rules, all that goodies. And like, I don't care if you don't watch the show, you send those gifts, gifs, whatever, as reactions. Like we 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 use his content on the daily and I cannot, I cannot look past that. He is a Gemini, I found out. And I do like Geminis. I love Geminis. Um, I usually only like Gemini women though. I don't know. I'm a Gemini moon. So I think I can like tap into that cuckoo two of two behavior because uh my dabble in it uh i'm gonna say uh mary anderson wow <laughs> i don't know i can't do it anymore no Stella, you had I'll... time to prepare this i'm telling you it's the hot ones it's th- it's throwing me off okay final answer Kill Anderson, fuck Andy Cohen, marry RuPaul Charles. Whoa. Yeah. I just kind of, did you see my face after I said it? And I'm like, well, that's what came out. So uh, I'll be it. Let's move on to yours. Okay. All right. Okay. Don't do that. Guys, just remember when this podcast goes up in flames because our friendship was ruined because of it, it's because Gabby comes with Savage FMKs. Um, With that, you may embark. All right. Oh, kill Mary, Aaron Rodgers, Christian mm-hmm. Yelich, Yanni. <sighs> For a gay who doesn't really partake in the sporting world, I'm loyal to our Wisco baddies. And yeah, this is cruel. Sheesh. And honestly, they're all very good looking. 
that's the other issue. How the hell Wisco with a track record for not the prettiest people. Like just we really bagged it. Three spank for three MVPs. in every league. Spank yeah. bank material in every league. I'm gonna. I but I think I'm. I'm firm in my answer. Wow. I didn't have to think about Work. it too hard. It's yeah. Mary, the Greek freak. Because like, come on, Giannis. Baby. The charm, the humor. Also, to get bod. Nikki references and like her verses, like done. You're secure in my heart. Um. Fuck Yelich, kill Aaron Rodgers. Sorry, um, Shailene Woodley. Isn't that who's dating him? Yeah. Who cares? Who cares? Well, she's in Big Little Lies. That's City Woman. Okay. City Woman Chatter Cannon. We have uh, brought ourselves back to harmony because that is precisely my lineup of of gentlemen as well. Uh, I mean, it had to be. I mean, Aaron Rodgers will forever be the finest looking on the football team to me, but... Actually, I can't even say that. that I need to check oh, out the roster. Sorry. Sorry. Absolutely not. <laughs> the raspberry is uh, fucking with my mind. Uh, or the cold. Devontae group, Adams, or. my DMs are available. <laughs> I She's know not you lying. are she with has, child yeah. now, but. Uh, it's nice to be in harmony. But also, I think that one, it, like, it's it's hard to not marry Giannis. And when you got Christian Yelich there, you want to take that to Poundtown as the city woman train is constantly passing through. I mean, truly, that Sports Illustrated body issue will go down in history. Oh, girls, 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 girls. It broke the internet. It shattered Milwaukee. But if you somehow have not seen Christian Yelich's tight booty, 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 naked slip and slide in through like concrete warehouses, girl, give it a quick Google search. And not a dry pair of panties in the 414 when that hit the newsstand. I think, yeah, it fully was a cultural reset for the 414. I just hear like North Shore Nancy being, wow, what a nice butt. God, a great <laughs> ass. Like in the, the uh, God bless him for doing that. You could crack a walnut. <laughs> I was going to try and mimic <laughs> this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we need to let's keep this. I think uh, that is actually the perfect segment. Yeah. <laughs> <The segue. laughs> um, perfect segue into perfect segue. Um, uh, the the primary keynote. Uh, <laughs> keynote. Uh, Destiny Child, uh, take the jingle. Happy hour, cha cha hour. Happy hour, cha cha hour. Okay, if you peaked the episode title, you might have a little idea, but no, we are not talking about uh, me stepping out of the closet. We are talking about our wardrobes. And a nice little full circle moment from you and Bridgette talking about putting on a nice ass fit just to stomp about town because uh, talk about a cornerstone for both our personalities. Yeah. Mm hmm. I would say yeah. that's where we bonded first, Michael. Truly, it um an admiration for the other bad bitches mantra of if you stay ready, you never got to get ready. I remember that's right. I know that's <laughs> right. Um, open well, it up with with that with that. Yeah. Open the floor. I would say let's first dive into when talking about dressing, when talking about 
personal style, fashion, Mm -hmm. what Mm -hmm. would you say is your philosophy on style? Um, so let's just be clear. This philosophy is kind of like my personal style philosophy with a mixture of like what I want style to be conceived of as the great, like by the greater city womanhood ship, you know? Mm-hmm. So there are going to be some pieces that I get. This is a Stella moment. And there are going to be some pieces that you're like, oh my God, what inspiring words. I think that's part of my philosophy. Um, so with that... I like to really lean into conversation starter pieces. I want mm. unique clothes. And some people might just think that's like loud, loud, loud in your face. Or honestly, you're just like not wearing anything and showing off a lot of body, yaddy, yaddy. But conversation starters in my eyes could also be like, oh, super cool, small designer base out of wherever. This is made out of this really cool material that was like upcycled or recycled from plastic bottles. Anything of that. If like you can talk about your clothes with a passion to someone and just like give them a little rundown. Bing, 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 bang, bong, sing, sing, song. <laughs> that is my. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Next, Our next segment is scatting. Let's get a um, no, but conversation starters. And that's kind of like my broad, this, like something I want all city women to kind of lean into. Um, and then also going off of that, I really like to grab pieces or gravitate towards lurks that kind of elicit what I want to put out into the world. So, you know how, like some people like dress for success, blow that shit up even further dress to turn heads, dress to boogie on the dance floor, dress to land you a man, whatever. You can't do lighting switches in the middle. Like now my, my senses <laughs> are overwhelmed. Um, but like, just grab the clothes that you want that are going to help get you to be the person that you want to be on the streets and like in public. So that's kind of like, even when you're doing zoom calls in miss Pantina Aguilera, throw on something cute and like have fun with it and like be a bad bitch digitally. I don't care if we're not like doing the cute Insta photos in person right now, like still dress for you dress how you want to, I almost said be conceived. That's not right. Be perceived. Yeah. That's okay. one. <laughs> that is the one. <laughs> um, yeah. And so personally for me, that usually comes with, this is where like the personal Stella, uh, style philosophy of like loud colors, crazy prints, wear a dress every once in a while. It just like I gravitate towards a kooky. And also with that, I would much, much, much rather splurge on like one really cool piece every once in a while than like pull the shitty move of like being like, oh, well, these five pieces are all okay and I can afford all. It's like, no, just like. Get mm-hmm. that one piece that's going to be with you for a while and that you're proud to wear rather than splurging on five iffy like t-shirts, shorts, pants that you're going to like scrap after a while. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't like the safe options. I mean, I definitely also, think that. Go ahead. Go ahead. Just to wrap it up. Preach. A, a concert tee will never go out of style. You can wear that shit up however you need be. Gabby is famously sporting one right now. Oh, I see clever bitch, clever bitch. She's going to talk about it later. But um, yeah, concert tea, music merch, wear tear, great. All right, dive in, babes. 
Give us your rundown. Well, I mean, sort of like you were saying how there are those pieces in your closet that are just garbage. Like you can <laughs> Go really got them, spl- girls out yourself where you need to. <laughs> like you can split up your wardrobe really into like three categories. Like what are the categories? It's the staple pieces. Yeah. The things that you wear with everything. They go with everything. They're the essentials. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry. The white claw guys tell a puppy. Puppy <laughs> baby second... needs a mama to pet her back. I know you better cut that the fuck out. No, it's staying in, babes. Go on. <laughs> the second, the second pile is like. That is your good stuff. Those are your statement pieces, your wows, yeah. the things that you're sentimental over. Oh, the, you grouped the, best, the two of those. The top yeah. tier, right? Okay, cute. And then everything else is just garbage. Like yeah. you could do without it. If you, you never it saw even. it. Yeah. Yeah. If you never saw it a day in your life, like you wouldn't even care. Yeah. And wait for some like, can goddamn we get, can reason. Can we get rid of those? Keeping, yeah. But can we get rid of them? Like it's the quality over quantity mentality. And Mm -hmm. honestly, having moved like nine times in my life, I feel like I've you've gone through piles one, two, and three a couple of times. Yeah, I've been like trimming the fat. And it just I always used to like make the joke that like when I would buy clothing, I'm like, oh, it's for my education, hardy hard, because I've been studying fashion. But it at the same time, it's it's just overconsumption at the end of the day. And the pieces that I bought because like, oh, it was some micro trend that I wanted to try or it's that it was on part. sale. Speak to and, it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that always ends up in the shit pile. Like <laughs> looking at it, something when you're going to buy it, like, are you going to care about this? even six months from now, if you cannot wholeheartedly say yes, and you cannot pair it with 10 things that you already own. (gasps) Girl, yeah, that's a good, like, and it sounds absurd, but I promise you, you will then see those staple pieces. And you're like, my God, I could turn so many fits. Mm -hmm. Some even like trans seasonal. Yeah. That's what 12 month there. Yeah. And that's what you got to lean into. And you know what? We're not saying if you have that like LBD from Zara that makes that ass bodacious and like curvy and you wear it often, keep it until that cheap zipper breaks. We're not saying scrap it, but don't. if just... you wear it, then yeah. I don't know that that's sort of like my, my one slight exception to giving fast fashion a pass is yeah. Okay, yes, it was inexpensive, but like are you are you getting the wear out of it? Like my number one is when people just like buy one thing for this one outfit and then never fucking wear it and just like Yeah. Throw and then it next out. thing you know, it's Halloween weekend, you bust a splits in like some scummy little club, the dress rips in half, and there went $35 that you could have put towards a really, really fun staple piece. And I'm not saying I mean, I'm right? from like, experience, but and not even just like a staple piece like save your change for the good stuff you know your style is a complete reflection of your personality and Mm -hmm. like you were saying like the conversation starters like that is my favorite thing when someone will ask me about something yeah and then I of course launch into 
this whole thing of where it was from. And, and you're like, do you have three hours? So and so it started on the sea. Like, yeah. <laughs> yes. You started on the ship. Like, yeah. Like a roadmap to all of your mm. dope experiences. And yeah. Oh, that. Okay. 20. Are we going to do that now? Because this is a great transition. Speaking of using clothes as a roadmap to our lives. Let's talk about like a good fit memory. And it doesn't even have to be like a time where you're like, oh, I looked so sickening. It's like, do you have a piece? Wink, wink. I see that you're wearing it right now. Um, like I was, like any item of clothing that just like, oh, I felt so good in this. This clo- like, like this article of clothing holds much more than the threads it's made of. <gasps> All right. You get it. <laughs> well, okay. Yes. <laughs> I... Yes, I was going to say my Steve Miller band tea that I got from Graphic Tea Baby. The band Graphic Tea, the concert Graphic Tea, like it is ageless. It's the ultimate essential. And yeah, I love stock it because up on those if you're going to do like graphic t-shirts, don't go to fucking shitty ass uh, Virgil Abloh, Abloh, Abloh knockoffs at Zara and shit. Like get a nice graphic tea instead. And I love it because I've had so many people ask me to be like, oh, like, do you even know what he's Steve Miller been? Like, <laughs> yeah. discography, like, yeah. give, us, give us your cup. Can you sing five too. of their songs right now? <laughs> Here's your starting note. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Top to bottom. Um, but no, I actually, I went to the show with uh, it was my my brother and my mom. Oh, at, sweet. Uh, give us a year. It's probably 2017, Cute. maybe 2018. And it was at the Red Rocks Amphitheater <gasps> in Colorado, which is oh. probably the coolest music venue I've ever been to. It, it yeah. really is worth the hype. It was like the perfect summer night. Nobody was fighting. And <laughs> it was just, it was such a good night. It was like an incredible concert. Peter Frampton opened for them. And um, not familiar, I, but I did um, not. Yep, I did. A... <laughs> yeah, I did not know anyone's going into that, but uh, we might have missed that era by a little bit. Frampton, but it was it was so good, and it just like was such a good weekend. We were out visiting Riley in Colorado, and yeah, I yeah I wear I wear it like every other week. It goes with everything. It's so That's fun. Awesome. Yeah, and my brother bought it for me. And when does he ever do anything nice? So, good memes. <laughs> so all around, you all listen to this. <laughs> yeah, all around, this fit has a good sentimental value, and then also, like we're saying, not fit this shirt. Um, it's a bad bitch article of clothing. Like it does it. It does it all, baby. It's a triple threat. Okay, what's yours? Okay. The piece I was, of clothing that you have that had just like is the best memory and you love wearing it. Oh my God. Wait, I'm just making the connection. So I'm actually doing like a full little fit. I'm not wearing her, but um, in 2016, September 2016, uh, famous city woman of the pod, Jen McNeil and I uh, flew to St. Louis to see the Beyonce formation show in like... It, we were like right by the runway and like within 10 feet of Beyonce at times like that ass. Like we saw the ripples when she went into the crazy and love breakdown. So you girl, you don't forget that. 
and I, maybe I can deep dive onto Jen's Instagram the day this comes out and I'll post it to my Instagram because her little compilation that she did back when like Instagram was like truly popping, popping and you just posted whatever this was like, this broke the internet for our high school. Um, but knowing a couple months in advance, yeah. <laughs> this was huge. <laughs> knowing a couple months in advance that Jen and I were going to do this. I was like, I want to make a really cute, sentimental concert fit. So I hopped on my Etsy game and I found all these little um, beehive members of the beehive in their little local or like small business Etsy shops. And I bought a bunch of little patches that each one um, resembled a Beyonce song. So I had like rocket. I had like a champagne bottle for the Seven Eleven music video and the feeling myself music video. They're like little the hearts. There are a bunch of bees. There were um, a cherry for like blow and all that visual imagery around. There was like a little Strong. moon for all night. It was so cute. And so then I took a, one of my favorite pairs of like straight leg denim that I got for cheaps and just did up these Beyonce jeans and paired it with a Beyonce bedazzled shirt by a beehive member from St. Louis. Paired those Ooh. two together. Had on my red Converse that I wrote hot sauce on right after formation came out and bitch, it is just like such a cute little concert fit. I was getting compliments all night. I got some photos with the baddies of the concert. All just... night long. Um, thank everybody. Welcome <laughs> to the mic. Uh, Gabby. <laughs> Welcome to the mic. Uh, that was Sauvignon Cabernet. <laughs> yeah, that was drunk aunt at like uh, the wedding when everyone's kind of tired. She's like, no, just just one more song for the for the happy couple. They're like Jenny. <laughs> yeah, get off the mic. <laughs> but um, yeah, that that little bedazzled Beyonce tee, the jeans and the Converse. I just I that fit. I was like, I look cute. It has some work put into it, and uh, the Beehive responded well that night. And naturally, I Jen and I then had a flight the next day, and right after the concert, we got very shwasty at her friend's college dorm and we were throwing up violently all night night. (laughs) and then when we're in the airport Jen (laughs) looked at me as if she was an extra from the walking dead and said I don't know where but I smell hash browns (laughs) she just beelined it like a dog following this like visual scent to uh, hash browns and it healed us and we were all better on the flight home so yeah talk about uh, a hash brown really will turn it uh well don't say singular we had a couple so (laughs) um also being being hung over in the airport though it's kind of a rite of passage when i tell you a ritual yeah (laughs) at this point yeah if it's not if it's not (laughs) oh that tickled me um (laughs) Okay, to end our sentimental pieces within our own wardrobe, just give a little quick rundown of the three pieces you would save in a in a house fire. You just got a apparently you have three arms and each arm can grab one piece. What are the three arms grabbing? Easy money. I'm getting the vintage Burberry trench that I got mm-hmm. at the Portobello Market in London. <laughs> I'm getting my grandma's sunflower sweater 
that you have to paint the picture of this like give us this one because people might not know burberry trend or oop. <laughs> they better yeah no i was <laughs> better come correct with that visual yeah but they no. know that visual this one my grandma had the most incredible patchwork knit oh, cute. cardigan black and white check and it has these like oh. big embroidered sunflowers all over it and then like okay. one on the back shoulder oh okay so you better have a nice pick to reference when the app comes out yeah it's it's the best cute. i get compliments all day long when i wear it and i'm like grandma all day every day like grandma those did are it the pieces that i get the most compliments on are oh, grandma's yeah. truck all right last piece last piece is a twofer sorry to cheat but it is I'm this aside. gorgeous 1970s two-piece set Ooh. it is a oh. floor-length princess cut dress Ooh. in like this beautiful like double layered organza and organza. i'm talking greens oranges yellows the big floral print the whole thing and it comes with a light organza floor length jacket three buttons right at the you bottom bring us to the wrong way wrong way <laughs> i'm telling you i can't decide if i want to show up in like at some sort of a a pajama party and bring it with like the fuzzy <gasps> oh slips and yeah. the headpiece stunt or on the bitches if, yeah, or if I'm going to be curb stomping these hoes at the next picnic. I don't know, but Ooh, either way. I might choose ladder, but the former is kind of like, y'all bitches sleep, but I don't, I don't, not with this fit. Mm-mm. Yeah, and it might be coming with me to Key West next weekend because that <gasps> could also. All right, all right, all right. It's the first time I'm wearing it. I got it at this, uh, at this adorable vintage spot in New Hampshire. Um, well, New I Hampshire has when entered I find the it. chat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is a New England gem. I got it on my birthday weekend. I mean, um, untouchable. There's there's not a piece like it. Oh, she has a knife now. Seen. She's not kidding. <laughs> she, <laughs> okay. she Right when she said, I'm not kidding, she had a knife. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just cutting a little cheese with my wine here. <laughs> okay, give me your top, give me your top three. I bet, I bet you're going to have a piece of outerwear a piece of jewelry and a piece of shoes or pair of shoes. Okay. Wait, I was going to ask is footwear allowed? Of course. Damn it. Cause you know, I love shoes. <laughs> so now I might have to change one out. Okay. Well, the fire is here. The fire is raging on grab your pieces. Okay. Fires fires up in flames, babes, Tina burner on their ass. <laughs> I think my first grab is going to be my lipstick red Adam Selman trench that I scored from his little like studio sample sale and uh, <laughs> city women, Kate and city women, cat. And I, I dragged their asses. They've never heard of this man. I'm like, he's having a sample sale. It never happens. We go. He's the one who greets us at the door. I am awestruck because not only am I in love with this man, but he might be one of my answers for a later segment. And uh, I saw this jacket, threw it on, and he's like, if you don't walk out of here with that, you're going to regret it. And I was like, oh, and I have never, I have, I have never regretted purchasing it. It was, uh, it's perfect. It's such a statement piece conversation starter. Um, number two, my uh, Carrie Bradshaw, but make it homo. 
newsprint dress that I uh, wore. Oh, okay. Okay. Yep, yeah. Good answer. Low, low slutty. It's, it's channeling my inner Carrie Bradshaw. And also yep. like I, it have like, it was the garment I was wearing when um, we learned that the raging Cheeto of an asshole who was in our white house for far too long was going to be kicked out by a new one. So dress forever solidified in my memoir. Yes. And now since footwear is added, are added footwear is has entered the chat my last piece is going to be my uh glittery dorothy wizard of oz uh, converse uh jw anderson collab because that shit is, strong yeah that uh, i've always been a slut for converse been with me my whole life and then yes. jw anderson made this divine glitter fantasy of a shoe that is just obnoxious as all hell with a little platform so it adds some height and uh, mm-hmm. it might be like my favorite I love shoes bitches don't get me wrong but this might be my favorite pair I've ever owned and Michael and I famously do quote Converse as our number one sneaker brand always nothing yeah, will top I, it stay strapped timeless and ugh, god just so iconic and every speaking single of, shoe brand ever has yeah, made a version everyone is from. trying to come for that iconic silhouette mm-hmm. and straight up speak to it babes i no, nothing will top it for me yeah work. They, they come they come correct with the collabs they're always coming out mm-hmm. with something fresh but at the same time it's still the ultimate classic and they speaker. always have yeah and they always sell um speaking of the word icon and we did not use it lightly with uh the converse brand mm-hmm. let's talk about some style icons we are going to give our personal a potential and a poopy style icon um sorry alliteration just had to happen and didn't really have time to find a better word for poopy but um yeah let's give it so let who deserves the status of icon in your life personal style icon in my life obviously iris yeah nothing will really top her but i'm also gonna put up there uh tracy ellis ross you do stay plugging her and as you should that oh that woman that woman she is my style inspiration forever always she brings the joy she brings the color she brings the taste level mm-hmm. i was gonna say talk and about someone who's dressing know her work for, mm-hmm. yeah i was gonna say talk about uh someone who really embodies dressing for the personality that you have and you want to exude yes. so like work okay i think my personal style icon is like a a mixture of like Gaga and Bowie, like the little kind of like genderqueer fuckery that they do. Um, mm-hmm. But I think I do kind of lean a little more Gaga since I do sometimes lose my personal style thesis as she sometimes jumps from era to era. We can like very like pinpoint, like <laughs> remember I did go through a preppy era in high school and ready to burn all photo imagery. But like I, when I lean into it, I lean into it hard and yeah, I think Gaga and Bowie are like my personal style icons. And I love that. Yeah, and they're just like unapologetically stupid at times, but then they know how to pull off a well-tailored, simple, timeless fit. Yeah, and I think I'm also going to have to put in um, Bianca Jagger. 
Yeah, I would just, definitely take her. I mean, just someone who has like consistently bomb personal style in yeah. every photo I've ever seen. And a, I like you're, yeah, she's a, she's a true style icon. Like we can use the word icon with her. Um, now she really did have her own style. Totally. And unapologetic. And like, she always wore the clothes, the clothes never wore her, which is probably the biggest issue with some of these people saying like, Oh, style icon work my pussy. And it's like, okay, they're wearing a nice garment. Yeah. It's overused. Yeah. Okay. Talk about potential style icon. Like who do you think is on a trajectory to like really solidify their status as a, um, a mega knot? No. Uh, astronaut no a juggernaut anyway no. sorry <laughs> michael's battle the ver- the vocabulary is um an ongoing segment potential silence okay well i know what you mean so i'm gonna answer the question and Word. i'm gonna say zendaya is <clears throat> par for the course totally she can pull off anything but yeah. she does have such incredible personal style as well and sis Mm -hmm. has the range yeah and she's not afraid to take risks she's not afraid to you know hype up the small designers but at the same time out here as the face of valentino of bulgari like yeah i mean the The valentino collab that's like taking over right now is just she looks sensational in it it feels really right because as she's entering this proper like movie star status to partner with a brand like Valentino that does like these like timeless classic silhouettes. And then they're like Hulk Couture is just like next level. Yeah. But recognizing her power. Damn straight. She knows she like can turn it's yeah. It's all about the confidence and speaking of confidence, I think my potential style icon and like just Okay, it's Miley Cyrus. I think she is someone that we're going to be able to like, wow. look back on with kind of like a Bianca Jagger and be like, she never let the clothes wear her. I think, especially with this like rocker chick phase, she sometimes just like does it in a way that it feels comfortable. But like, oh, I, I, I think she is someone who is not always my personal style icon. But I think in like 30, 40 years when people look back, they're like, look at this chick turn the damn party and like ooh yeah I mean I do I am here for her evolutions I feel like mm. every three years we're getting a different look and yeah. can I just say the singular takeaway from the Taylor Swift documentary that you made me watch was her accurate point of how female oh, yeah. artists are just expected to just like coming up with new chapters and like new styles and Mm -hmm. just embodying new aesthetics so that they can like reach another audience and this and that but Miley kind of turns it and she actually does and she has such a gift of a voice yeah oh yeah yeah like not she's super fucking talented but with her style like she really does fully send it in a different direction where she just pulls it off yeah, and like that album Younger Now, right before we kind of made this transition to Rocker Chick Miley, just leaning into the full Dollywood fantasy and like looked so great doing it as well. Okay, that was my potential. Okay, who's your poopy style icon? Who's someone who's getting a little too much credit for you? Ariana Grande. It's garbage. <gasps> no. Garbage. <way. laughs> but like, 
give Jeez. us another give us another high pony choker <laughs> i think tall this is- boot <laughs> I, a skater skirt bedazzled okay, yeah. bra i fucking dare you like all the money in the world and you're gonna give us the same the same shit every time like the baby doll thing is just not doing it for me it's tired okay everyone this is officially starting the um what who need um we'll do sea lions memorial fund every time gabby rips on ariana grande we are adding five dollars to the jar this is famously (laughs) the second time in this podcast so far that she has ripped on miss grande but i I agree i can rip on her previously i just said she's thirsty for a rock all right well i do agree that she's adorable she's hot she can turn a great glam moment but i agree the whole like uh, oversized sweater and boots maybe doesn't deserve the title of style icon it's boring yeah okay mine is gonna maybe cause some riffraff as well okay timothy chalamet i he you're so right he to me is textbook clothes are wearing him he has yes. turned some great red carpet looks, but for mm-hmm. some reason, every time I see him in like, whether it be a Virgil moment, cause I know they're like buddies or whatever, or like even taking some cool LES designer. Cause he's trying to stay with like his NYC roots. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of like, okay, the fit is so fly, but sir, like, I don't see you. Like, where are you? And then the pap shots His brand like is being like a skinny boy. I know. And I think that's like it. A, a, again, immense talent. Homeboy can act boots the house down. Um, but, but he's think, literally like the Bella Hadid version of like, is it a good um, outfit or are they just, skinny? <laughs> are they just skinny? And like, it does half the world want to like, fuck them because that, that male persona is they're living their best life right now. So yeah, he has, he's a, my he has good bone structure. Icon. Fine. Yeah, and and talent. Uh, okay, so let's maybe see. This. No, okay, yeah, no, he he really is. Yeah, quite talented. yeah, he's just I. Every time I would like see someone like over praising him, I'm kind of like, can't we just praise the designer and not him right now? Because like I'm not even sure if this. I I don't know. Maybe he'll age and we'll get the style narrative that we need to give the icon status. But right now. Nope, too young. I'm not seeing it. Yeah. All right, but do you want to talk about a true style icon for... It's a moment in her story. As a fellow Queen's queen and true city woman... Queen's queen! I just have to. (laughs) I need to do my girl, Iris Apfel, correct. So bring her to the runway. Iris, my my hero, the style icon of my life. Famously met her with Michael by my side. And I haven't been the same since. Yeah. And if you didn't know that little factoid about us city women, then get caught up on the pods, ladies. Because, yeah, it was featured in episode. I don't know. Mystery. Go listen to all of them. (laughs) Go on. Okay, so this this woman, uh, she is rounding 100 as we speak. Couldn't be us. In Couldn't be the- us. <laughs> Couldn't be us. Yeah, we'll we'll leave her to that. Yeah. To the to the upper 90s. Um, 
literally born in 1921. Like she's 99 years old right now. Birthday's in August. Virgo. And Bad bitch Virgo shit. Little little did she know that she would become a mother fucking sensation across. I'm going to say she's global. She's definitely global. Yeah, a global multi-hyphenate city woman who just gets it because she is it. Like she isn't really searching for some of these acclaims. They just happen because she leaned into her wardrobe and wackadoo and all the good shit that um, a city woman can lean into. And here we see the payoff is so sassy. Well, really, okay. So professionally, she was a interior designer and decorator. And then it wasn't until her like 70s and 80s that she became recognized for her style. And sis went to NYU for art school. Give me a point like NYU. She even went to uh, Madison. Shout roll out, badge, roll badge, babe. <laughs> <laughs> I literally felt like cheese curds magically pop up in my fridge as we did that together. <laughs> that was... No, I, I, I smelled them. Yeah. And she, she became an entrepreneur. Uh, in the 50s when her and her hubby of 68 years again uh, couldn't be us <laughs> tied down to one well, person um, for 68 not years at, not at this rate <laughs> uh, <laughs> they started their own interior design firm called old world weavers and oh, they famously worked on like nine white houses together but they had this like completely major showroom on 57th street cute and Turned the party central park turn- south Turn the party with the global taste level, right? They were mm-hmm. traveling nonstop year round. Yeah, and yeah. she accredits most of her style to her travels. Like she in her collection would have like huge, beautiful brooches from Ireland. And she would have like bangles and gems from flea markets in Morocco. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's just incredible that was her thing was accessories obviously please look yeah. her up everyone you you definitely know her she's baby girl icon. invented the eclectic drip okay right girl like she she is an icon for like her personality and for her personal style like literally inventing personal style yeah but it, it, she also just has such a look she's got the glasses she's yeah. got the lip i mean you know, she's going to bring it every time with that cute little pixie. Seriously, she didn't even catch her stride until her 80s. Like her Met exhibition, that's when everyone went crazy for her. That didn't come out when she was until she was 84. That's and, when her retrospect was. And you know, you know what that is? That's a, a message to all city women out there who are feeling down and out on themselves because they're fuck boy of a man's cheated on them and then they got hammered and threw up in a sketchy bathroom 15 times in one night girl you're in your 20s maybe 30s 40s 50s we have time your your barbie is still yet to come her barbie came out when she was 97 (gasps) okay in in 2019 okay that is such a good city woman mantra your barbie is still yet to come i mean seriously and speaking of good sayings one of my favorites of hers is she yeah. always said that style is not about spending money. So I'm doing and it as wrong, a apparently. fellow broke bitch. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
I feel like that was her that was her thing is like mixing her entire collection so all of her flea market yeah. finds from like the middle of nowhere in Egypt to you know mixing it with a Chanel couture piece like I I yes. I stand Work. for life we stand and what a blessed moment in her history with the one the only God, what a woman. These moments in her histories, you got to know, the research that we are pulling is just slim pickings for these people. Like, you can take deep dives into, like, these city women before us who, like, did the damn thing. So I always do this thing where I talk about something, assuming that people know what I'm saying, or just hop to an entirely <laughs> new new category of whatever, just thinking that people are going to catch my breadcrumbs along the way. They never do. Are you saying the world doesn't revolve around us? No, I know, I'm not saying no. that. Okay, good. I, I just want to never say this. that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of uh, the world needing to listen to everything we say, what is your a whore for recommendation for the week? That was a good transition. Eh, podcast. That was, that was strong. I am a whore for this app that I recently got called Too Good to Go. Um, sponsor okay. us. Give that. And it's it's a really cool concept though. It's basically uh, connects to different bakeries, food markets, um, vegetable stalls around your area. And it allows you to pick up a mystery bag of stuff for like four bucks. And it's all the things that they just have to throw out. So you'll literally get like a sack of bagels for like three dollars. It's the best thing ever. This this kind of like bougie, uh uh-huh. This bougie Uh coffee shop by me. I got the mystery bag for four dollars. They gave me four bagels, two croissants, and a scone. Two count them two croissants. That would be like $35. $35. Yeah. Okay. Well, to I don't know. Look it up. I don't know how well that's going to do it. Well, there's some good shops in Wyoming, but definitely a little further. Um, Again, and thank you, you so much for asking. Oh, okay. Damn it. You beat me. <laughs> I am a horror for it because she's what a well-read woman. Um, I've been on my reading game so hot as of late because these books I've been reading are bangers on bangers. And I just read why fish don't exist by lulu miller when i tell you i just heard that's such a good title it's so good and spoiler alert not really the final chapter lulu miller proves to all to all of us that fish don't fucking exist and i can no longer think of fish like it's it's bonkers i don't really understand the okay what do you mean the, the quick synopsis is this Lulu Miller city woman, I'm giving her the title. She is kind of like a science researcher by background, I believe, reporter. She's, yeah, she's a, she's a girl in STEM. The girls and gays in STEM. Is that like, yeah. Yeah. But um, she writes this memoir and kind of like parallels it to this, like the man who basically invented fish or like uh, he is like, his name's like David Star Jordan or something like you learn later okay, on. Okay, man did not invent fish. And damn well, you can read the book and then get back to me <laughs> because he kind of um he was like the one like classified, he like discovered over like 3,000 different species of fish that led to everything else, any horror. And she parallels like his trials, tribulations, and fuck ups of 
life to her own and credits everything to how there is no constant in life but chaos and how chaos has ruined her life, chaos ruined his life, and how she rebounded, how he would rebound at times. And yes, in the end, Lulu Miller proves to all of us that fish do not exist. And if that isn't like just, and it's a quick read. I read it, I think, in like four hours just because I was so enraptured by Miss Miller. If nothing else, I'm intrigued, but I can confidently say that fish exist. Girl, I don't know. Read the bug. Read the bug. A fish don't fucking exist. You heard it in your podcast. Have you not seen a fish? Have you not seen a fish? Gabby, I've seen like, I don't fish. Get the I've concept. eaten fish. I, I have befriended fish. Girl, I didn't either until I read the book. And after reading the book, I'm kind of like, okay, so there are creatures that swim, but are they fish? <laughs> so everyone read the book. Get back to me if you agree with me and that like your world is forever rocked. Um, and it's like a cute little love story and it is really good. I had so, so much fun reading it. It was a wazoo of a trip and Lulu Miller girl hit me up and let's talk about fish or not fish. I don't know. Eh. <laughs> Fucking loved it. All right. Cheers, ladies. Bye from black owned businesses. Yeah. Thanks everybody for listening. Remember, uh, give us the plug to your homies, your girls, your gays. Maybe Your neighbors, a straight guy, if they're cool. Um, and yeah, thanks for tuning in. See you next week on City Woman Shatter. Bye, Gab. City Woman Chatter is a weekly lifestyle and comedy podcast hosted by Stella and Gabby. Podcast edited and produced by Michael Muth and distributed via the Anchor platform. Until next week, cheers. <laughs>